Have you been stuck in your house all day while the virus infects people around the world? Are you so bored that you have resorted to listening to random podcasts? Well, then you're in luck. Hi, I'm Jake, and I'm here with my good friend and roommate of two years, Rahul. Say hi, Rahul. Hey, everyone. Uh, similar to most of the world, we were bored in self-quarantine, but we're trying to make something of it with uh, this podcast. So join us in our wacky conversations as we try our best to entertain ourselves and all you lovely people out there. And with that said... How you doing, bud? I'm I'm doing all right. Two months in quarantine, my friend. Ah, Two yes. Months. We are right. Well, at least I moved back to my home March 23rd, so I'm nearing the two-month mark myself. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So I, I think... Um, I think... So I, I'm in PA, but... Uh, we were supposed to open up earlier. I think it was May 8th, I believe. Okay. And then our governor kind of split PA into like, I'm just going to say roughly half. It was a little bit more than half. But like the north and west side are considered like yellow state, which are like partially open. And then like everything down. So like Philly side. Uh, is like red is still not open and quarantine has been extended till june 4th for us nice new york is still a bit of a mess or uh, pretty much a lot of places are totally closed or have very strict policies so like curbside pickup and nobody no restaurants are open for sitting down Okay, so it's it's interesting you mentioned the whole the, no restaurants are open. So my one friend, Kosh, he actually went to dinner with his family to a restaurant, and I was like, "What? Like, what restaurants are open right now?" And it was I I forget the name of it, but apparently, what you do, you have to like go in wearing like gloves and a mask, and like they have all the tables like six feet apart and everything, and all the um the employees of the restaurant are like wearing gloves and masks, but, like, there's, like, it's just, like, a, other than that, it's just, like, a normal restaurant. And, like, huh. people are, like, people six feet away from you are eating, and they said, uh, he said the place was packed. What the, what? Packed? Come on. Yeah. That's yeah, crazy. So it, he's, like, it was, like, the only restaurant open in, like, a, like, a five-mile radius, so everyone was going here. If I have to wear gloves and a mask to a restaurant, it's not worth it, in my opinion. Well, like, you take the mask off, obviously, to eat, but, like, still, I, oh, okay. I feel like that's, I don't know, I don't think I would chance that. Yeah, no, I, I would not. I'm a bit of a cautious person, but still, I I would not, uh, I would not take those odds. I mean, you know me, I throw caution to the wind, and I still wouldn't take those odds. <laughs> yeah, but I know a lot of uh, places on, in, like, in the West... A lot of Western states are opening up a lot of businesses and restaurant-type places and bars and clubs. Interesting. I, I mean, Interesting. I, they have they have like restrictions, so it's like only fifty percent of the usual uh, maximum occupancy is allowed in to the place, but still. Gotcha. Yeah, like, uh, um, I so during quarantine, I've become the primary. Uh, grocery shopper for the family now. Uh, so, you've been assigned the 
the task of going into the wastelands. Yes, I, I if uh, we we pulled straws and I was deemed the sacrifice. Ouch, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> now nah, my parents are taking care of my uh, grandmother, and my sister can't drive, so it kind of fell into my lap. Okay, but anyway, so like on my on my drives, uh, like picking up groceries and stuff from around the town. I happened to stop by a Wawa real quick for coffee because I was just exhausted the one day. Mm-hmm. And Wawa is like not doing at least the one I. There's been a couple that I've seen and heard. They're not letting more than ten people in the store at once. Nice. It's like a like it's a hard deadline, like ten people. I mean, it's good that they're doing that, but still, yeah. it's crazy because Wawas are usually jam packed. Uh. Listeners, we are definitely Wawa people, not Sheets. So that turns you away from the podcast. I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't know what Sheets is, but we're not that. Sheets is basically like like Central PA Overs version of Wawa, except more like late night food. Sure. So like 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 when like after a club when you're like craving like mod sticks or like something like that. Okay. That wasn't a great Screw example up. because I know Wawa has mod sticks, but you know what I'm trying to say. Wawa's better. That, that's the point. That's all that matters. Wawa's better. Go to Wawa. Greatest. Yeah, just just the greatest. Period. Um, but yeah, we're going two months strong, hanging in there, day by day. And yeah, I don't. We're trying. We're hoping that we can go back to the school in September because Drexel opens in September. Yes. But we'll see what happens. We'll get. We always get updates every now and then. Yeah, they have like a task force or something. It's. It sounds really fancy. Yes, a task force. The pandemic to task out, force. To figure out whether we can have classes at Drexel sounds like they're building an army, but no, it's probably <laughs> just like a group of people that meet in some some little office space. They meet in Haggerty Library in the basement. They're like, all right, what do we what do we do today? <laughs> all right, what the heck are we doing? We're a task force? We're not a task force. We're just a group of people trying to figure out if we're gonna have classes for all of our students. The Drexel equivalent of the Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Basically. Except instead of fighting crime and saving the world, they just decide on simple policies and the future of students at one university. Doesn't sound nearly uh, as cool as the Power Rangers when I put it that way. But, uh, no, two things I have become thankful for, for Drexel, mm-hmm. not, th- I guess, thanks to Corona, was that, one, that we have such a late start date because, uh, like, yes. a lot of normal schools, they start in, like, August. Most of them start in August, right? Yeah, like early August. Yeah, and late like, August. Um, like I see a lot of. St- I can't name anything off the top of my head, but a lot of schools are just saying like we're not even going to be open twenty twenty. Come back in twenty twenty one. Like we won't be ready. Right. Which is crazy. It is crazy. So Drexel having such a later start date, and they mentioned the, they mentioned this in an email from the pandemic task force. Ooh. But uh. That like because of the later start date, we have more of a chance to yeah. open one time. I also feel bad 
for uh, non-Drexel students in terms of not, or in terms of finishing classes in May, because now they're going to be so bored without classes. Yes, they're yes. Like not going to have anything to do during the summer, which doesn't really help with boredom. Oh yeah, and uh, adding to that um, about the whole classes uh, for us ending in like what was it, middle of February, end of February, end of March, my dude. Oh, end of March. See, my sense of time is all messed up. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> uh, end of March. Uh, like we were able to move out and basically take all our stuff. Like if you, I knew I was going home for co-op. So like I was able to take all my stuff, no questions asked. Whereas a lot of the other other schools, like I know Mike at Jefferson, they were, he and uh, my friend uh, Nick Bakey at, um, oh gosh, where does he go to school? I should know this. Moving on, because I'm a bad friend. Basically, (laughs) like they essentially got kicked out of, uh, of their dorms and like, they weren't able to get their stuff. Like I know my one friend at Ursinus, she's like still trying to get her stuff, but the school's like, we're not letting anyone back on campus. Yikes. That, that's not cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's definitely like, you know, when you're like last minute packing, you're like, Oh gosh, like what? Well, I'll grab the essentials, but obviously, you know, your whole dorm, you can't, like, everything is important at some point. Like, you can't grab everything or remember everything. Right. right. What You have to define what is essential out of all your essentials. What, what, uh, what, what is essential? What are, what are the first five things I think you would grab? Like, you know, if we were at Drexel, you'd grab five things. Um, or like a small carry-on, your little suitcase. Well, what would you put inside? Oh, I mean, I could fit quite a lot. Right, right. I've I've that upgraded the storage space. space. I've upgraded the storage space. I mean, I'd pack, you know, a few sets of clothing. I guess clothing for sure. Like I'd, you know, I'd pack like my laptop, a pair of, a pair of sweatpants, a couple of pairs of shorts, maybe a pair of jeans, and then some short sleeve shirts because it's summertime. Okay, yeah, that's that's fair. Laptop, for sure. Uh, I think I'd grab, like, toiletries, you know, like, electric toothbrush, razor, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I have, like, a little, like, uh, like a little bag for toiletries. So I would fill that up with toothbrush, razor, the essential toiletries, you know. Yeah. Um, what else? I don't know. Maybe I mean, I guess maybe. I, I, now that I'm realizing it, like you and I are pretty frugal people. Like we don't need a whole <laughs> lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm not exactly a materialist, which is so, good. Yeah, it is good. Definitely good for a pandemic. For a pandemic, yes, definitely. It is definitely a plus in most situations, but yeah. Speaking of packing, my parents, or my family and I actually, were talking about uh, our trip to Israel that got canceled because of the pandemic. Yes. And we were thinking about going to, going 
I don't know if we're going to go to Israel still, but somewhere in the world when this thing is over. And I look forward to that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, as mentioned in a previous episode, I was supposed to go to Israel for my co-op. My family was planning to visit me while I was there, but uh, that kind of fell apart. And side note, Israel's doing quite well in this pandemic. That is good to hear. You know, with, with everything they go through and have gone through, I'm glad they're doing well. Yeah. Yeah. There are, there are a few countries that are fighting this thing pretty well. America is not one of them. We are not one of them. We are definitely not one of them. Jeez. But uh, we don't have to talk about that now. <laughs> side note, I just yeah. want to say to everyone listening, I hope your families are safe and healthy. Yeah. And also, if you graduated or are about to graduate during this pandemic, good for you. You know what? You went through something no one else did. So put it on your resume. Congratulations. Good job. On the skills of your resume, just put pandemic survivor. You'll get any job, guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> pandemic survivor. Maybe put in like knows how to create hazmat from scratch or <laughs> can sew gas masks together. Something they're gonna like ask that. like name a time where like you really felt challenged or were put under pressure, and then you can just put, like, wore a face mask for three hours straight. And they're like, oh, geez, you're amazing. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, was in-house for two months. Oh, two wow. Two months. Jeez, all right. This person definitely knows how to handle work under pressure. <laughs> Learned how them... to cook during pandemic. Like, okay, he's a go-getter. <laughs> You're the CEO. Congratulations. <laughs> the CEO. So our CEO doesn't even know how to cook, and that's not in a pandemic. The, the, the interviewer just gets up out of the chair like, please have a seat. You should have my job. <laughs> please conduct the interview. It is um, there's definitely a lot to learn from a situation such as this. Yeah, I mean, it definitely definitely makes you think a lot about, like, you know, like, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, like, what you do in your free time. Apparently, I go to a lot of restaurants in my free time, not going to lie. Yeah. But it also makes you think about, like, the world and the strengths and weaknesses of different parts of the world. Different oh, yeah, people. definitely. Um, you know, the importance of healthcare and hospitals and, you know, helping other people. Yeah, it's really nice that, like, a lot of people at least from what I see, because I try to, like, I don't know, look at, like, positive media and, like, yeah. positive impacts. And it's just really nice to see how, like, people are, like, coming together together and supporting each other. Yeah, it's very nice. Like, uh, if uh, I haven't mentioned yet, and I will continue to mention because it's something I'm proud of. I'm training for a marathon in November. Hopefully it's still happening. So I've been, like, running a lot lately. And just, like, on my uh, runs through, like, like, alongside the road, like, I see, like, along, like, mailboxes, people put, like, thank you to our, like, uh, like, uh, unsung heroes for, like, like, the delivery man and, like, the nurses and doctors and just, like, everyone helping out. Like, it's just really positive messages out there, which is really nice to see. Yeah, I see the same thing when I walk my dog. 
around the block. There's a bunch of signs in front of people's houses saying things like, we're in this together and we'll get through this. And it's very nice to see posters like that. There was one house with like child drawn pictures posted in the window, which I thought was cute. Aww. Yeah, it's funny. But um, I do also, I think it's, I don't know if it's just uh, my neighborhood, but a lot of people are outside now that the weather's being nice. I always see people on bikes and sitting in their front lawns, just taking in the sun. Yeah. So I think it's both a good thing uh, that people feel so comfortable to go outside. And like, I think the nice weather is a positive just in you know, boosts your mood, makes you feel good when you see the sun out. Definitely. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's definitely like studies. Yeah. It's be- definitely better than cloudy and rainy. For sure. But it is also a little bit more dangerous, I guess. Yeah, because more people are like, like, are like, oh, it's nice, I'll go outside, which like increases exposure rates and stuff. Yeah, although apparently it is really hard to get the virus when you're outside and socially distanced because with all the air and like the wind drafts push it all over the place gotcha don't risk it don't risk it if you're listening to us we yeah. are not saying I mean, to risk it don't risk it but i'm just you know yes um but yeah people seem to be a little less fearful of this thing at least since it began. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think people have, like, kind of come to terms with, like, what it is and, like, how, it, how like, serious it is. Right. In a way, it's weird, like, once people realize how serious it is, they're less serious about it. Maybe they're less afraid of it, I guess. Because they understand it. Because before it was, unknown. like, yeah, fear of the unknown. Uh, it's becoming less unknown and more known. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it is nice to look towards the future, like at vac- our vacation, family vacation. Afterwards. Yeah, do you guys know where you want to go? Uh, we're still figuring that out. What, international or somewhere in America? Yeah, it's or... going to be international, somewhere in the world. Nice. I've always wanted to go to Australia, but I don't think my mom could survive the plane. <laughs> it's a very oh, long plane tr- plane ride. It is, it is very long. Hey, you know what that means? Another shot glass for me. That's right. Uh, you want How many shot glasses do you have in your shot glass collection? So, fun fact, if you don't know, I collect shot glasses from all over the world. So my, whenever my friends or family go out, I ask them to get me one. So currently, currently, I have one from Ireland, London, so the UK. Um, Ted got me one from Japan, uh, and I am missing a country. Oh, um, Aruba, duh, when I went. Mm-hmm. And you got me one from Mexico. That's right. Wow, you were really going to come at me if I didn't say Mexico. I was. I was going to point it out very, very harshly. I'm not going not gonna to call out any of my friends on this podcast because I want them to keep listening, but someone owes me one. 
You know who you are from uh where where was it? The the names? <laughs> Scott? Mm. Scotland? Switzerland? I think it's Scott. Okay. I, I think so. I mean, no. it's, it's hard to come at someone if you don't know what they're not oh, doing. Oh, gosh. You got me a point. <laughs> anyway, I'm owed a shot class. That's all I know. But okay. quarantine messed things up, and it's been a little right, crazy. Right. So you're at five. Yes. Oh, Netherlands. Netherlands. The Netherlands. Uh, okay. So you're at five and one owed. One pending, yes. <laughs> so if <laughs> anyone wants to send me or give me a shot class from a different country, I will be... I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. We'll go with that. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. That's worth a lot oh. of money. Or it's going yeah. to. Yeah. It's, you know, one day you're going to wish you gave me a shot glass. It's going to be like, oh, I knew him. I knew that great podcast guy. Missed my chance. Um, but no, yeah. But oh, you go. You go. So we're still figuring out where we're going. But it's exciting to think about post-pandemic plans yeah like uh as you may or may not know um me and my home group of friends for D, we love we go to uh, delaware rehoboth beach every year in uh sometime in like the beginning of august and like we like really look forward to that so like we've been talking we've been like really hoping that like it's in august maybe it'll be cleared up by then who knows should we go yeah. That is something I am looking forward to and hoping I can do. Yeah. yeah. Any other things that you're missing out and hope to do once this is over? Just in general or vacations? Uh I guess vacations and then we could get more general. Uh vacation wise, I know uh my friend Pedro, he wants to go to the Outer Banks. With uh, all of us, especially uh, after watching the show, Outer Banks. Oh. Have you have you seen the show? I have not seen that show. Okay, Jake, you need to watch this show. You need to watch it. I have not, to. You, you have to. Not because of, like, how... Okay, I personally love the show, but I don't, I don't think necessarily this is going to be, like, your show, knowing you, but just, like, how crazy it is. Like, you... You would be like, okay, there's no way this would happen. This is totally wrong. There's no way that would happen. You would enjoy it, but like for the, from the critical standpoints that we like doing with shows. Okay. I guess just, just I'm something ridiculous. Yes, good. That is that's what I'm going to leave you with then. Okay. It's like number three in Netflix, uh, like in America and Netflix for Netflix right now. Sure. So a lot of people do like it. Right. All right, I'll take your word for it. I'll, at the very least, try it out. Um, but yeah, any other places that you hope to go to or had planned to go to? Uh, just those two for now. Okay. Um, I'm probably going to go to India next year, though, after I graduate, because, like, it's like me, uh, my family normally goes like once every five years. Mm-hmm. And like last time we went was like right after high school graduation. Cause like, you know, right before college. And then next time we'll be after college graduation, you know, before I'm like officially in the work world for like, for good. And then like 
Rhea will be graduating high school, so like the timing lines up pretty nicely. All right. That's, that'll be nice. But by 2021 summer, things... Oh, gosh. If, uh, if we're still in quarantine 2021 <laughs> summer... Oh, gosh. Yeah. I'm not... I think, uh, I, think I might just like... Uh, <laughs> Turn it off, turn it back on again, maybe reset the world or something. Maybe go to Mars. I don't know. I heard Mars is nice this time of year. Yes, I've been told by the uh, the Land Rover that's there. It's uh, <laughs> very nice. The weather's looking fine. Yeah. I sure hoped that's not the case. I mean, even this coming September, when... Ellie Strexel's trying to reopen. I might just... We were talking about this earlier, but I'm probably going to want to go back to campus even if I don't have classes online. Yeah. Just so that I... Just so that I'm away from my family. No, that's... that's, not, <laughs> that's not the only, it's one of the reasons. Kind of. Mom, don't listen to this. Um... <laughs> It's, yeah, it would just be nice to get somewhat back into the swing of things. Yeah. Get to back to some sense of normal. What is normal at this point? I don't know. I just want to be back with my roommates in my college dorm, celebrating my last year as a college student on a college campus. Yeah, I was, uh, I was actually... Wondering about that because, like, I was looking at classes. I was like, maybe I should take a class during quarantine. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's your schedule like? Is it is it crazy senior year? I mean, I know you've been following the guide to a T. Yes, I have been yes, following yeah. my plan to a T. Um, it's it's uh, it's slightly crazy. Gotcha. It's not too bad. I do have so my far. senior design project. Ah, uh, yes. Which is big. So for those that don't know, Drexel, because apparently the credit system's also weird. So Drexel, you can take a maximum of 20 credits a quarter. And a quarter's like 10 weeks with 11th week being finals. And uh, most people, uh, a class is either three or four credits. And most people take around, I'm going to say 15 credits on average. Yeah, it's a pretty good number. Yeah. Um, I, on the other hand, have taken close to 17 or 18 every quarter. Biomed will kick your butt at Drexel. Can confirm from secondhand experience. Yes, can confirm from firsthand experience. (laughs) Uh, And I even took, I think I took 20 credits one quarter. Jeez. Yeah, it's not good. (laughs) It's not good, (laughs) period. But But hey, you come out with three co-ops and a degree. It's true. And they are... Uh, they did change it recently, and I think it's a little oh, bit good. Oh, good. Easier. Uh, not necessarily easier, but less credits. Gotcha. Um, but I am also thinking about taking a class or two during our summer quarter. Nice, nice. Just to get a little bit ahead, make things a little less crazy during my last year. Yeah. Yeah. I like to. I like to get ahead of the game. So I mean, yeah, you went to Drexel, you're going to come out with work experience already, so that's definitely something. Definitely ahead of the game. 
But oh. I I was uh, talking to my one friend, and he's a four year at Drexel instead of a five year, mm-hmm. and like his one co op that he had was canceled. Ooh. And I just feel so bad because like everyone says the reason you go to Drexel is the co op. It's just like, oh, could you imagine? That's really sad. Yes. Oh, I feel bad. I mean, like, I get it. Some people have a bad co-op experience, but, but like, just having it and then having it taken away from you, I feel like that's worse. Yeah. And even if it is a bad experience, at least you had an experience. Yeah, yeah. You know what you don't want to do. And you have something to put on your resume. Ooh. Ouch. That's rough, buddy. Yeah, we definitely got lucky. We got two co-op experiences before this shenanigans. I actually am getting two and a half. You are getting two and a half. Congratulations. Uh, Yes. Vanguard was very kind, and I am starting work tomorrow, actually. First day of work. First day of work. Yep. In quarantine. Online edition. (laughs) I'm going to get out of my bed, travel three feet to my desk, and sit back down. I hope the commute's not too bad. I hear traffic's pretty rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Just watch out. You know, drunk drivers at that time could be it's rough. early in the morning. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Who knows? You could spill hot coffee on your lap while driving to your desk. <laughs> you, could, uh, you could trip and fall, you know, oh. while walking to your desk. Maybe bump your head on something. It's a risky business. So much could go wrong. So much can go wrong. But here's to hoping. First day work has a good start. Thank you. Yeah. Um, How's work been for you? Work's been busy, actually. Oh. For an for an unpaid, uh, twenty hour a week, uh, internship, it's certainly not uh, easy breezy. We, which is good. It is good. It's just that the first like week, week or two weeks, was like very easy, and then it just like ramped up. No, they just geez. like flipped the switch, and they were like, "All right, it's go time! <laughs> go, go, go!" Oh no! Um, so this past week, I did a lot of desk research uh, on. Economics and the economic plans that countries are forming to get out of this pandemic mess. Oh, geez. Okay. Yeah. Um, for those Anything you that, can speak on. Yeah, sure. But for those that don't or didn't listen to last episode, I'm working for a organization that's researching a lot of different areas of the world during this COVID-19 pandemic, and I specifically have business engagement and the economy. So that's why I'm looking at that stuff. But um, things to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. Oh, my goodness, is there a lot going on in the world? And it's happening so fast. Oh, jeez. People are deciding things so quickly, and then... They're figuring out, oh my gosh, we made a terrible mistake. And then they do fix it up so quickly. <laughs> oh no. Decide to do something else so quickly. I mean, not everyone's. I mean, actually, that's not true. A lot of people 
don't really know what they're doing because this hasn't exactly happened before. Yeah, I'm trying to think. When's the last time the world like faced a pandemic? I feel like it's pretty recent, and I'm just stupid. But um, I don't know. I mean, there was like the Ebola scare, which was it wasn't a pandemic. Obviously, it was just like a scare. But that was that was pretty crazy. Quick Google search says the 1918 influenza pandemic was the most severe pandemic. Oh, most severe pandemic in recent history. Mm. 1918. Yeah. Wow, it's that was been an, that was years. an actual pandemic. Oh jeez, yeah. that that killed like a lot of people though, like a million, I think. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm now I don't want to make anyone upset, but now I'm curious how much Corona has done. <laughs> um, I don't think it's reached a million, but we're about to find out. Survey says, uh, oh my gosh. Oh, that sounds pretty bad. Oh, okay. Sorry. I was looking at confirmed cases, not deaths. Deaths is <laughs> <laughs> so confirmed cases is 4.71 million. Deaths is 315,000. Okay. So there you go. So, so not, not a million. I, I was okay. concerned when I saw 4 million at first, but yeah. That would have been really bad. Yeah. So we're not worse than influenza, so that's cool. That's something. Well, right now, you know. Yeah. Hopefully it uh, goes down. Between uh, you and me, you're very clearly the resident expert on this. Do you know if there's a a cure, a vaccine? There is not, but they are working on one. And by they, I mean, like, so many... Organizations around the world are working on a vaccine right now. Which is good, which is good. We it want a lot good. working on it. Yeah, we need a lot of different attempts because a lot of them are inevitably going to fail. But my oh, dad no. my dad recently told me about one that's being developed in I think it's the US, but they're okay. already on they're on phase two of human testing. Which oh, there are, wow. Wow. There, are, there are four That's phases, good. so they're in phase two. And do you know what the yeah. four phases are? Um, I'm not exactly, but I do know that as the phases progress, the more humans that you test. So, like phase one, you start with like a small group of people that you test. Phase two is a bigger group. Phase three is a large group, and then phase four is a very large group of people. Um, gotcha. But yeah, because vaccines can have the potential to be very dangerous. So it's very important that you make sure it doesn't kill people. <laughs> that is an understandable statement. Yes. But it's an interesting idea because they found these cows that have um, antibodies in their blood, which help fight oh? things like viruses. Interesting. So they found huh. um, that cows have this antibody that is that may be good at fighting this virus. So they're trying combat to combat a disease given from a bat with a cow. 
Cow versus bat. Cow wins every time. But actually, I don't think that's true. I'm pretty sure vampire bats are very good at drinking the blood of cows. Or maybe it's sheep. Oh, jeez. But, what, you know, that's not... That doesn't mean anything. Right? No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Everything's fine. I'm fine. You're fine. We're good. But we're figuring... Yeah, a lot of places are working on this vaccine, which is good. Because uh, the more attempts, the more likely that we will find something. Yes. Um, but yeah, as far as the economy goes, it is a mess in most of the world. But a lot of countries are focusing on healthcare and hospitals and helping their healthcare systems. So that's nice. That was nice to see. And I also did a lot of research on, because we're looking a lot towards the future and how mm-hmm. how we can help shape things such as the economy for the better post-pandemic. Yeah. So I did some research on something called ESG investments. Oh, okay. ES, ESG standing for environment, social, and government investments. And Okay. It's this idea that people that want to be stakeholders and investors should invest in companies that are environmentally friendly or have a focus on the environment or they focus on social needs and having a good social standing with, you know, like the communities and then also having a good standing with the government and helping the government in their, in that businesses or organizations area. So basically the idea of investing in companies that are helpful. Yeah. I don't know if you've, uh, if you've followed the stock market at all, but it has been crazy. I have not followed the stock market but I imagine it is very crazy. Mm-hmm. But we are, at least from what I found, it seems like people are really liking this idea of ESG investments and are trying to make it more popular, which seems it, like a good thing. It should, it should be, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Open the environment. And at least at the moment, it is a lot of, ESG companies, because you have to like meet a certain standard in order to be considered a company worthy of ESG investments. Right. Um, companies that meet those requirements seem to be outperforming other types of companies, at least during hey. the pandemic. So, you know, that's cool. Be environmentally friendly and socially and government friendly <laughs> be friendly to yes. your government yes do you see your things guns on the do not think you hear on this <laughs> say hello give them a high five but after the quarantine after the quarantine just wait right now yeah right now wave from six feet away yeah if you see a governor on the street just wave from afar be like hi government 
I invest in you. And they'll be like, they'll give you a thumbs up and shout, thanks, <laughs> from across the street. Thanks. But I like the idea that this pandemic has really highlighted helping your society and community and each other. So keep up the positivity, world. Go, world. Go, world. I mean, yeah, I don't know about the environment, though. People seem to think that the environment's just going to go back to the way it was. Yeah, I'm worried if it's going to be like kind of like the tide coming in, like it goes out a little bit and then comes crashing back in. Yeah. I'm I'm thinking like it gets better and then it's going to get worse. I hope not. But maybe I hope not. Knock on wood. Knock on wood. I don't have my knock on wood board. Ah, I I think my desk is made of wood, though, so... Hopefully that'll do. It works. We'll say that works. Yeah. You're going to look back in the history books and be like, this one man, Jake Lieberstein, <laughs> could have saved the environment, but he didn't knock on a correct piece of wood. No. I mean, to be fair, I am still working off my 11 years of bad luck for walking under that ladder. I told you not to do it, Jake. I told you not to do it. I know you told me not to do it, but I don't exactly believe in bad luck. I wanted to test it out. I walked under the ladder. And I still have nine years to go. So, but like you see, like to, in order to test this, I mean, not that this is an accurate test at all. Scientists yeah. would laugh at us. Oh, but yeah. after after your fourteen years of bad luck or nine remaining years are done, then then we have to go see the next fourteen years and compare it to the previous fourteen years and see which fourteen years of your life were better. Uh, that's a lot of work, and I don't think I'm going to remember all of that. We'll just compare, like, well, well, we'll see if you have a midlife crisis or not. I think that'll determine it. Why can't we just compare it to my first 11 years of living? Oh, yeah, I guess we could. How is I mean, your childhood compared to, to the years you're living <laughs> right now? Well, they're certainly different. Um... Definitely feel older now. So I was also, I'm able to walk. I wasn't exactly able to in the very beginning. I don't know if you consider that. 14 years of your life, you had recess in school and naps. I mean, I nap now. Yeah, touche, (laughs) touche. Yeah, it's pronounced tushy, but, you know, I'll give it to you. Um,. I I don't know. I I guess the past eleven year or yeah, past few years have been better than the first. Uh, wait, is it fourteen or eleven? I thought it was eleven years of bad luck. Uh, for walking under a ladder? Yeah. Uh, I'm not bad let luck me check. Expert. Years of bad luck. If walking under a ladder. <laughs> uh, what does the internet say? Wait. Oh, I guess I should start my search with how many. Uh, did seven, you just search? Seven years. Oh, it's only seven? Yeah, I guess you're good. Oh, did you do it twice? Sweet. 
So I only no, I only did it once. So I have five years left. Uh, yeah, I guess. Wow, you just knocked off seven years off your time. Good job. Oh, then I'm. Oh, then we could totally do this experiment. Oh, for sure. Okay, so five more years. So that'll be. I just have to continue knowing you for at least another twelve years. <laughs> That's easy, right? Man, twelve years. We're gonna be like in our thirties. That's insane. And we're still going to be in this pandemic. I mean, no. We're, oh, no. We'll be, no. We'll be thriving. Knock thriving. on quick. Knock on wood. Our economy will be thriving. Healthcare system, healthcare for everybody. You get healthcare. You get healthcare. Governments are all working together. There's world peace. World hunger has been solved. Cancer Jeez. is cured. Every single type. All right. And Jake, you have, uh, you've opened up my... my my brain to thinking of the, the like conversation of where are we going to be in 10 years now? Oh no, we don't have time for that now. But that's, <laughs> we do not have time for that. Not tonight. Not, not this episode, maybe another episode, another episode. Is that something to look forward to besides post pandemic yes. vacations? Look forward to the podcast episode where we talk about what will the world look like in 10 years? Ah, uh, Yeah. That's a good conversation. It is. But I'm glad we somehow came to this. I don't even remember where this conversation started, but that's typical for our conversations. We'll go back and post. <laughs> yeah. But uh, next episode, I think we might have a guest. Yeah. For the first time. We will keep a surprise as to who the guest is. Of course. But he or she is a great friend. Is all I will say. Ooh, spooky description. <laughs> See now, now everyone's like, "Am I a great friend? Am I going to be Very this guest?" No one knows. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Um, oh, our first two episodes have been published and posted to I don't know various sources. Where are they? Yeah. Spotify is the best place to look at it. But it's okay. also uh, distract distract the listeners. I'll look it up real quick. Um, have you needed something during this pandemic? Are you scared of going outside? Go to Amazon or eBay. Order stuff. And we're back. Okay, that was wonderful. Great distraction. <laughs> Thanks. It's on I Anchor. It's on Breaker. It's on Google Podcasts. It's on Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Oh gosh, I don't even know what half of these are, but it's it's on Spotify. So yeah. I'm probably gonna put this on my Instagram, and then I'll like maybe we should make an Instagram page that way we can just put all of these on there. That might be easier. Okay. We're also we have our email, um, which is Rahul. And Jake at gmail.com, I think. Uh, Yep. Rahul and Jake at gmail.com. R-A-H-U-L-A-N-D-J-A-K-E at gmail.com. Feel free to email us with any questions, suggestions, topics to talk about. We're currently under the name Pandemic Pals, but that's still up for debate. Up for debate. Or up to... A vote or suggestions from our viewers and 
crowd. And aliens, if they happen to be listening. The aliens on Mars are going to be like, listen, we heard about your podcast. We heard about the quarantine. You two can come live with us. <gasps> Wait, can we bring our families or just the two of us? Uh, it depends how popular this podcast gets. Deal. I'll let you know, aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, before we uh, end this episode, shout out to our editor of the first two episodes, Mr. Ted Grant, our roommate Ted Grant. and friend of four years from Drexel University. Um, Ted is amazing. Yeah. Thank you for your hard work on this silly podcast that we're trying to do. It means a lot. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Anything else, bud? Um, yes, actually. I, it took me a second to find it. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I had to find it. Ted's website. T-E-D-G-R-A-N-T.com. Ted-Grant.com. It's all his cool stuff that he's worked on. You should definitely check it out. Yeah, it is very cool. He has shown us many things. But I hope everyone is safe and healthy. And we will get through this. We will get through this. One day at a time. One podcast episode at a time. Yes. And with that said, until next time, uh, be healthy, be good, stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye.